Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to The Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, getting the promises of God into the people of God one episode at a time. I'm so glad that you're here today. This is episode 83, and this week's episode is sponsored by an upcoming Christmas giveaway that I am part of, and I'm really excited about it. It's Jen Mertzger's Christmas giveaway, um, and I would like to let you know that um, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be good. Anybody is eligible to enter. There aren't like a lot of strings attached, and um, what's really cool is that it's like just a straight up cash giveaway. A lot of people have donated and worked to make this a reality. So um, be watching for more details about that soon. That is, that is the sponsor of today's episode because what's better than that, really? I mean, that's super cool, isn't it? I love it. Okay, it's, I mean, it's gonna be like a grand she's gonna give away. It's tremendous. So I'm excited about it. So details coming about that Christmas blessing giveaway soon. Um, Today, I am going to mention a few verses and talk a little bit about them. And it's probably not going to be a full 30 minute episode today because it is the week of Thanksgiving. And I have baking and cooking and cleaning and prep to do like crazy as I'm sure all of you do. However, many of you might be listening to this podcast episode while you are doing some of those things. And I would say a great way to fill up some of that time, you know, when you're doing the stuff that kind of, you don't really have to think about cleaning the bathroom or, or washing, you know, bedding or, or whatever, you know, getting stuff ready to go, maybe packing a suitcase. It's a great time for you if you have a little extra time off work to keep your earbuds in and just listen to, um, well, encouraging stuff, whether that's worship music or binging on podcasts. And if you do binge listen, I would be flattered, um, honored and excited about God's word getting into more and more people if the Burt Not Ernie show were one of the podcasts that you maybe binge listen to while you're prepping. So even though it's a short episode today, um, you know what? That's okay. You can keep listening. You can go back through and maybe you haven't listened to some of my older episodes, um, kind of from the vault kind of a thing. I just want to encourage you to stay focused on God's word somehow during a very busy few days as you know, I'm, I'm talking to the moms here, whoever does most of the cooking and the prep work, uh, stay focused on God and his word one way or another worship music, do something to, uh, for me anyway, sometimes it can be stressful, a lot to get done and not enough time. So this is a word to encourage you from what I've learned over the years. You know, if you can learn a lesson for yourself, that's fantastic. If you can learn something from somebody else and you don't have to actually go through the process, I always find that super beneficial. So for me, having something playing in my ear, even if it's just one of my headphones in my ear and the other out so I can hear all the other stuff going on, it helps me so much. So yeah, that was kind of a longer intro than I thought. All right, 
And also, I got to say, happy and blessed Thanksgiving to you. Okay, I want to read a verse from the Old Testament book of Jeremiah. Actually, two verses from this book. Jeremiah 17, verses 7 and 8. And I'm going to read today from a different version than usual. The the HCSB, Holman Christian Standard Bible. I don't reference it that often, but for today, I really wanted to. All right, here we go. You ready? The man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord, is blessed. He will be like a tree planted by water. Wow. It sends its roots out toward a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. Okay, so some parts of this are similar to something we read in Isaiah and very, very strikingly similar to Psalm 1, which is a psalm of like, um, you know, it's. I think I did a podcast episode on it way back, so you can uh, search for that. I don't have the number to reference, but it's like there's a lot of wills and a lot of, you know, that... Um, And you know how I feel about the word will when God says will. Ah, it's a big deal. So Psalm 1 is a fantastic psalm. But in this case, it's it's Jeremiah, the prophet who went through so much. You know, the, the weeping prophet he's often referred to as. And yet he is saying, the man or the woman, of course, who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is in the Lord, is blessed, is blessed. Not, he's not even saying will be blessed. And you will be blessed, but he's saying right now is, present tense. He will be like a tree planted by water. That is the part that sounds like Psalm 1 um, because it's pretty much word for word. But isn't God good like that? If there's something he knows we really, really need to hear, like we need it. He knows that we are but flesh because he made us. He knows this world that we live in. How does he know how evil it is? Because he bore the sins of it all. So, of course, he knows the full depth of the depravity of of humankind and how hard it can be to, you know, kind of, I don't want to say stay positive, like, you know, uh, just outside of the Lord, like that's kind of a thing that we want to be doing. But um, you know what I mean when I say that, like he knows how hard it is to keep your chin up. And when you keep your chin up, you're looking up. When you're looking up as a believer, you're looking to the Lord. Where shall my help come from? right? From the maker of heaven and earth. So keep your chin up. When I say that, that's what I mean. You keep your eyes on the Lord, but it's, we need this reminder. He will be like a tree planted by water. It sends its roots out toward a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit, these things. So if you see something like this in scripture and you see it maybe here, and then something very similar here and something very similar here, God knew you would need it more than once. Isn't that beautiful? He gives us what he knows we need. He never forgets that we are not like him. We can't see through time and all eternity. We're living in a fallen world and trying to make our connections with the spiritual world, the real world that's going to be eternal. But he knows we're living in the here and now. And so he gives us promises like this over and over again. And I don't want you to ever wonder about, you know, maybe like, um, why does it say the same thing in different parts of the Bible where different men wrote it? Don't wonder about that. Instead, thank God that he has provided the reassurance you need time and time again. So when you read it again, don't roll your eyes and go, oh, I've read this before. Think, thank you, Jesus, that you gave me what I needed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Okay, all of that to say that word is, is our focus word for this 
couple of verses from the Old Testament is like it is present. And that means right now in this exact moment in time, right here, right now is the woman or the man who trusts in the Lord is blessed right now. So here's a question and I'm going to ask it of myself because that's the most important thing I can do. I'm never asking something of you that I don't ask of myself. That would be hypocritical and ridiculous. Am I trusting the Lord, putting all of my confidence in him, leaning the full weight of all of my hopes, my expectations, my dreams, is it all on him alone? If my answer happens to be yes, then this promise is completely true for me in the right now, in my right now. Okay, so you can think about that for yourself. This verse states that such a person is blessed, not will be blessed. Like I said earlier, oh, you will be, but you also are right now. It's both and. You're blessed at this very moment, and so am I. When I put the full weight of all of my, all of my, all upon him. So, um, you know, it kind of like an infomercial, you know, like on late night TV, if you're a little bit old school, if you're the old from the old guard like me, you know, but wait, there's more. The Lord made sure to give his children a very clear, like this is not foggy. This is not choppy. This is not uncertain. This is a crystal clear description of what this blessing will be like for us. Isn't that amazing? Like, I'm for real, like this makes me say, yeah, happy Thanksgiving for real. I have a lot to be thankful for. This is not like a vague out there. Oh, it's all going to be good. You're going to be blessed. And then you, you're always wondering like, what is the specific blessing? Should I just be, um, is it going to come randomly? Is it, what will it be? Um, he tells us he's very specific. This is fantastic. Okay. So let's talk about what the blessings actually are and what this old Testament language means for us living, um, you know, a couple thousand years after the end of, after Jesus's ascension, after the new Testament, like this is a long time ago when Jeremiah lived, how do we relate this to today? Well, let's see if we can figure that out. Um, you know, he gave us these promises like, like this one, you will be like a tree planted by water, your roots. Okay. So this is specific. This isn't like over all overarching. You need to take this personally. You need to take this personally. This is for you personally. Okay. So your roots are going to go down deep and spread out toward a stream to your living water source. Now, who is it in the New Testament that said, I am the living water? Who is our living water source? Jesus. So guess what? Your roots are going to go down deep in him, right? Didn't the apostle Paul write that? Get your roots down deep in him. Um, and they're going to spread out toward your living water source, Jesus. You're going to be connected to your source. And to stay alive, we need water. If you're a living thing on this planet, you need water. He is the living water. It will never be polluted. It will never be, think back to the um, Israelites in the desert. You know, guess what? And think about maybe, you know, um, oh, you know, different times when the water was bitter, um, things that Elisha the prophet did. When you see in the Bible water that's not good, getting made good from bitter to sweet, from poisonous to you can drink this all day long, that is pointing you toward Jesus in the New Testament. It always is. If you look for Jesus in the Old Testament, you will find him all over the place. Dare I say, maybe even on every page. It's amazing. So he is your living water source. Those bitter things, he can make them sweet. Oh, he's good at it. He's so good at it. Okay, so you don't need to fear when heat comes. 
Look, God has promised that he has the solutions. God has promised that he has the solutions that you will need when the heat in life is turned up. He's got your solutions. That's what this verse is promising you specifically, right? So you don't need to fear when heat comes. That's what it says in this translation from the HCSB. You will not fear when heat comes. Guess what? When the heat is turned up, when the heat is turned up in your life, in whatever way, shape, manner, arena, form that may be, you don't need to fear. Do not panic. He will always be the answer for your every concern. Every hot situation you're in, he is your answer. And because you're connected to him with those deep roots spreading out to your living water, you will never need to wonder if there's like a sudden disconnect. You have a promise here. You just have to believe it. Like I'm imploring you to believe it. Do not panic when things warm up and the heat is on because God is going to take good and careful care of you in those times. He knows his own and he takes good care and careful care of those who are his own. Your foliage will remain green. Okay, so there are going to be seasons of change in your lifetime. There just will be. That's the that's the dealio, baby, right? Um, some of that is going to have to do with age. Some of that is going to have to do with work. Some of that is going to have to do with health. Some of that is going to have to do with relationships. Um, some of that is going to have to do with um, finances. I mean, Good or bad, up or down, however you want to view it, change is coming for all of us. We don't necessarily like it. We like things just kind of ordered. But you know what? Change comes. Change comes. But your foliage will remain green. I love this promise because as someone who really does not like a whole lot of change, like, mm, man, being a steady Eddie, that's like a dream come true for me. You know, for me, it's pretty basic stuff. When I look back at things, I think, what are the, when I look back over my life and I think, what are the things that were probably the most like soothing or comforting to me outside of the Lord? It would be things like having a a routine. I knew that on Saturday morning, you know, I'm washing all the bedding and on this day I'm cleaning the bathrooms and at this time I make dinner and just that routine. But that's not the way of the world. Things change. So for me, remembering that my foliage will remain green, even when I'm feeling rattled, I can feel like I am a tree stripped bare in winter and the winds are howling and I'm just like, I'm just a few little sticks poking out of the trunk of the tree and I am barren and I'm being pushed around. I can feel that way. Change can make me feel that way. But you know what? God says, oh no, you still have foliage and it's green. That's the reality. That's the reality, no matter what the change is. So I don't know if anybody else ever feels that way. If so, um, man, I feel you. I feel you. I get you. So there are going to be seasons of change in your lifetime, and yet you will remain green and you will bear much fruit for God's kingdom. When the Bible talks about bearing fruit, it ain't talking about that because we need to get a fatter bank account. It's talking about God's kingdom. It's ta- and that's better. That's eternal. Forever. Forever it will remain. It's a beautiful thing. So no matter what, you will stay green and you will bear fruit that will be eternal and lasting. If, if this promise is true for you, if you're in Christ, if you know the Lord. Okay. Um, so you're not going to be fruitless, but always fruitful. You're going to bear much fruit, both in season and out of season. And that's referencing a New Testament verse. And I'll leave that there for you to look up for yourself if you want to do a little search Um, always fruitful, even to your final days. There is no reason that I can find in the Bible 
that any believer would not be bearing fruit right up until their final days. I cannot find it. And that means that's not the way it's meant to be, right? The people who um, think about Abraham, think about Moses. I mean, there's just no, um, you know, uh, Peter and Paul, look, till the final days. John the Revelator on the island of Patmos writing the book of Revelation to your final days. And I mean that. There is no retirement plan in the kingdom of God. You just, you just trust him to do this. You're going to bear fruit and you're going to be green to your last day. You will not worry in a year of drought. I'm speaking to somebody now. You are not to worry in a year of drought. When is the last time that you just did not worry? Like think about all day long, all day long for one single day, you didn't worry. Can you think of a day, let alone a season where you didn't worry? I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you in those long dry, hard ground kind of seasons, it is possible to, to, um, not just endure and survive, but to be blessed in those times to not be consumed by worry. What kind of blessing do we get when we're not consumed? What kind of blessing do we get when we're not consumed by worry? I mean, it's tremendous, isn't it? Think about it. If you can go through the hardest day and not be consumed by worry. If you could have a picture of your life for one week, one month, one year, one decade with no worrying, can you even imagine how your entire world would change? This is a big, big deal. Uh, you know, most of us, we're so used to just fretting and worrying. We do not even really consider the option of not fretting and not worrying our way through our ups and downs, good days and bad days. I mean, there could be a really great day. Everything's rolling along. Things are going well. And you're thinking about that thing that is potentially going to come around the corner six months from now. It's like we can become so fixed on worrying, but God says you are not to worry in a year of drought. The worst of times, you don't worry. You don't worry. Why? Because God said so. Because God said so. You know, something I did once is at the top of my to-do list for 40 days straight, I wrote, do not worry as the first thing that I needed to do that day. And the main thing that I needed to do whenever worry came in would be to remind myself, do not worry. God said not to, don't do it. That was something the Lord put on my heart and challenged me with during a long, hard season. And you know what? Um, that 40 days of that one practice totally changed everything about basically my life and the way that I perceived things in this great big bad old world. It's amazing what a little bit of focus can do when you're focused on the right things. And this Psalm tells us, or not Psalm, this verse tells us not to worry, not to worry, not to worry. So um, I want to challenge you as I wrap this up to try that. Can you write, do not worry over your to-do list? Maybe even just for this Thanksgiving week, do not worry. That's a big challenge. That's a big ask for some people, but I think it's doable. I know it is because if I've done it, you can do it. And lastly, I want to wrap up with this. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Choose a verse to focus on this Thanksgiving that just reminds you that we have so much to be thankful for. Walk in the fullness of the blessing that the Lord has for you and know that God means what he has promised to you here in the book of Jeremiah for chapter 17 verses 7 and 8. He has good for you, is, right now, is, is blessed. That's for you. What God has for you right now is great blessing and great goodness. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I will see you back here next week for episode number 84. And um, 
Oh, and don't forget, keep your eye out. Keep your eyes peeled. Your ears peeled via the podcast, I guess, for information about that Christmas blessing giveaway. And then I have something else I want to talk about next week, too, that's kind of cool. So um, I hope you will join me back here for the next episode. And Lord bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.